Welcome to On Brand with Donnie Deutsch. I am Donnie Deutsch, and this is a podcast dedicated to a simple premise that everybody and everything today is a brand. You're a brand. If you've got a Facebook page, you're a brand. If you've got an Instagram page, you're a brand. Uh, brand is a set of values. Every athlete, every celebrity, every entertainer, every politician, every political movement, everything is a brand today. And we do something on the show called Brands of the Week. Which brands are up? Which brands are down? Who's shaping the zeitgeist? Let's get right into it. Uh, brand down for giving a damn about Trump's legal trouble. This is this is a really disturbing Gallup poll, but actually not surprising when you think about it. That basically with each indictment, and uh, this week we've got the Georgia indictment, but with each indictment, the interest, the social interaction interest goes down. So it's getting less and less attention. Obviously, it just starts to, the shock value goes away, even though the indictments are getting more serious as we go on. Um, it's interesting, Americans have turned to Google and droves to find information about Trump at the top of an indictment with every case. Searches spike with all three indictments, but the spikes are getting smaller, indicating slower interest. So uh, with each indictment, there's less social interactions looking up the indictment, which kind of just plays in Trump's favor. They, you know, the disadvantage of having so many indictments is it just it waters down the, you, on the one hand, you go, oh my God, he's been indicted four times. On the other hand, you go, well, he's been indicted four times. So, so uh, that's, I'm not saying that's going to change anything, but it's an interesting human behavior thing there. Um, you know, kind of a corollary to that, you know, brand down for uh, Hunter Biden and that's Joe Biden. Hunter Biden is heading the trial. They hired a, a special prosecutor and the special prosecutor has said that a, uh, a trial probably will happen. A uh, government believes that the case is, will, will, not, will not resolve short of a trial. Um, and this is going to be a real campaign issue for Biden. You know, you talk to the average person now and they go, well, look at Joe Biden. You know, when they talk about Trump and Trump's indictments. Now, of course, it's apple, not only apples, ours, apple bananas. Number one, one is the president himself, and the other one is the president's son. One is the ex president, Donald Trump, and his indictments are about trying to overthrow the US government, little things like that, versus business dealings with Hunter Biden. Uh, and obviously, we'll see where that goes. If he's guilty, he should pay every, you know, he should pay every price of being guilty. But then let's indict, why are we not indicting uh, Jared Kushner? Even Chris Christie came out and talked about this. It's the same thing. It's getting uh, favors, you know, because of your, who your father is in the White House. Uh, we all know that uh, Jared got $2 billion in Saudi money. Guy, he's never run a fund in his life, and all of a sudden the Saudis assume. So what, what was that about? Uh, he was the guy that was sent to the Middle East, uh, not... Monk Pepeo, not, why would you send, this is according to Chris Christie, this is it. Why would you send Jared Kushner to the Middle East when you have Rex Tillerson and Mike Pompeo as Secretary of the State? Uh, you send him uh, because, why? Because he found the answer six months later after he left office. Two billion from the Saudis to Jared Kushner or Ivanka Trump. So those are your apples and apples there. But the Hunter Biden thing is gonna, is gonna hurt Joe. It, it just, it's just, it's just, it's a, it's a big brush that you smear him with, and it's it's a completely different brush. The one with Trump, with the brush has spikes on it, but yet it, it does does not help Joe Biden. Um, brand up to abortion. Oh, I can't say brand up to abortion. The importance of abortion, and we've seen it with the latest Ohio votes, but uh, a new economist, YouGov survey, found that 77 respondents said abortion rights are either very or somewhat important, while 23% of those surveyed the issue is not important to them along. Along political lines, 87% Democrats and 73% of independents and 72% of Republicans. So if I'm running a Democratic candidate, I'm running on three things at this point, not necessarily in this order. Abortion, democracy, and the economy. Uh, you know, you've got the two emotional issues uh, of abortion and democracy, which we know how important and critical they are. 
And then you've got strong economic numbers that I would just pound. And that's kind of like your, your tri tripod, if you will. But abortion, we saw it in Ohio, and we've seen in every special election, Kansas, Kentucky, red states, that uh, people want a woman's right to choose uh, by a, almost a two-thirds majority. Um, here's a good, good story. Brand up for black-owned brands. Uh, major retailers bring $14 billion revenue to black-owned brands since... Uh, May 2020, in the last three years, Nordstrom's, Macy's, Sephora, Ulta Beauty, and 25 others have partnered with nonprofit organization 15% Pledge. The group asked companies to reflect that the black community makes up 15% of the U.S. population by dedicating 15% of their shelf space to black-owned brands. Um, prior to the pledge, black-owned brands accounted for only 3% of their shelf space. Uh, and so that's going in the right direction. 15% Pledge is committed to generating $1.4 trillion in wealth for black entrepreneurs by 2030. Uh, Big Brown down for Fox News, number one, just because they're Fox News, but number two, because uh, their ratings are really suffering. They're suffering since Tucker Carlson left. It nauseates me to say, but that's the truth. Um, the key demo, 45 to, 25 to 54, is down over 45% total audience. Uh, total audience, roughly 30%. That's 45 in the demo, 30 in total audience. Uh, Media Man has previously reported following Carlson's April 24th exit from the network. Fox initially saw a nearly 50% drop in total viewership, while the viewership for the 9 to 10 p.m. hours dropped 24 and 21, respectively. Um, during the 15 weeks after Carlson was fired, Fox average primetime ratings dropped roughly 30% compared to the 15s leading up to it. So they're, they're feeling, you know, look, Carlson was was their flagship guy, and they're, they're feeling it. Uh, and uh, I also wonder how much, you know, they're – I'm not, I was going to say the court ruling. I don't think the court ruling affected them. I think this is what's affected them, and that they they've got to watch their p's and q's at this point. Otherwise, they spend another billion dollars in a lawsuit. Uh, and no surprise, brand down for Murdoch's News Corp overall profits plunged seventy five percent, and the conglomerate, which owns media outlets around the world, including New York Post, Dow Jones Company, and publisher of the Wall Street Journal, recorded one hundred eighty seven one hundred eighty seven million in net profit this year, a steep drop from its nearly seven sixty last year um and they're looking for artificial intelligence to slash costs that's going to be something we're going to talk about a lot today artificial intelligence and there's a lot of brand ups and brand downs as it relates to it this is sobering a poll americans love world this is brand up for world leaders versus american leaders americans love world leaders more than their own uh republicans and democrats alike are bigger fans of prince william and ukrainian president Zelensky more than their own political figures um this is a gallup poll that showed and here, here are the positives for world leaders versus U.S. leaders. On a positive 37% is Prince William. Positive 28% is Zelensky. Uh, the, the only Americans with a plus are 13% plus for Chief Justice Roberts and 13% and a 9% plus and an 11% plus for Joe Biden. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries is at a zero. Justice Clarence Thomas is at 93. Attorney General uh, Garland is at minus three. McCarthy at minus seven, Trump at minus 14, Kamala at minus 15, Biden is worse than Trump, minus 16, Mike Pence minus 17. And of course, Vladimir Putin, thank goodness, is a minus 85. Obviously, he's not a U.S. leader. But interesting how the kind of the, in a Gallup poll says that the, three, the two leading figures for Americans as far as leaders go are, world, are uh, not Americans. Uh, don't like to hear that. Brand up for credit card balances, brand down depending on how you look at, jumped in the second quarter to above one trillion for the first time. Uh, that aggregate one trillion for the first time ever, the New York Federal Reserve reported. Total credit card indebtedness rose by 45 billion in April through June, an increase of more than 4%. Uh, not shocking here, brand down for the 40 hour work week. 
Work week is getting shorter. On average, Americans are working less hours. In July, the average work week hit 34.3 hours for private sector workers, according to the Labor Department. That was down from a peak of 35 hours in January 21. Um, since then, the number of people working part-time or for economic reasons because they couldn't find a job or their hours were reduced has plunged to 1.96 million. Um, but the work week's getting shorter. We're working less. Not good for us. Not good for us compared to the Chinese. This is something that anybody who's either running an office or works in an office knows that brand down for Fridays at the office. Fridays at the office are done. Uh, in June, even Steve Roth, the billionaire chairman of Vernetta, one of New York City's largest commercial real estate landlords, said Friday is forever dead as far as the office is concerned. He had that Monday is not far behind, touch and go as he put it. How Nick Bloom, a professor of economics at Stanford and head of WFH Research, a group that has been working on the remote data since the pandemic officially believes Roth is right. Blue's research finds there's about a half day difference between the number of days employees want to be in the office compared to what their bosses will expect. What I've seen with bosses, and I'm not running my company anymore, but they're happy if they've got their employees back to Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And I think Monday may eventually come back, but I think Friday is not going to work is something that you're not going to put that toothpaste back in the tube. Once again, we're getting softer and I'm not happy about it. Um... Brand up for not taking paid time off. This is good news on the other side of the ledger. More than four in 10 U.S. workers don't take all their paid time off. Some 46% of U.S. workers who receive time off for their employer, whether they're on vacation, doctor's appointments, or minor illnesses, take less than they are offered, according to a Pew Research charter poll, uh, center poll. Um, about half the workers who have a bachelor's degree or more education say they take less time off when it's offered compared with 41% of workers with less education. Um... About half of those who take all the time off, 52% said they don't feel they need to take time off. A similar share, 49% said they worry about falling behind at work. Uh, so a lot of people feel they don't need it or they feel somehow they're going to lose out at work. Uh, brand up for UPS jobs. Hot employer, UPS. UPS has become a covered employer after its union scored big raises. Full-time drivers will earn close to 170000 annual pay and benefits by the end of the five-year agreement, far above the industry standard. Now, I think that's great for UPS workers, but when you compare that to what teachers make, I don't know, man. But hey, God bless the, the UPS workers. Let's give it to them. Let's give it to UPS, $170,000. Uh, not bad, as they say. Brand down for that putz, Elon Musk. Buck, 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 buck. Do I see chicken, Elon Musk? He had talked about he wants to have a UFC-type cage match with Zuckerberg, but now that Zuckerberg has accepted his challenge, He's saying maybe we should have a debate because you get his ass kicked. And I wouldn't want to know the guy who got his ass kicked by the nerd. It's the battle of the nerds, of course. But, you know, Mark Zuckerberg kicks your ass. Like, that's not a good look, you know. And uh, something tells me this fight will never happen. Basically, because one of the guys is, as we used to say in the schoolyard, a scared. Um, this is disturbing. Brand up for AI Jesus. A new AI app lets users text with Jesus. Some call it blasphemy. A new app called Text with Jesus. Good name, of course. Gives you a chance to ask questions to biblical figures impersonated by AI program ChatGBT. Uh, characters available in the app include the Holy Family, the Apostles, the Prophets, Ruth, Job, and Abraham's nephew, Lot. What else needs to be said? There you go. Uh, brand up or brand down for AI nannies. A decade from now, AI devices will likely become electronic babysitters, just as previous generations of parents adopted television and video games as tools for their for tightening their caregiving, for lightening their caregiving duties. 
as teddy bears can respond to personalized ways to baby oops and toddler questions. Uh, Computer-assisted nannies who never tire of reading the same book over and over would make bedtime a breeze. Advanced nursery versions of Alexa could sing and teach favorable songs on demand, play games, and even deduce why a baby is crying. So Jetsons, we are here. Remember they had the, the robot housekeeper nanny? Uh, we are there. Another brand up for Barbie we keep giving. This is an amazing stat. Nearly a quarter of Barbie filmgoers in the U.S. hadn't been to a theater since before the pandemic. So this is a movie with such power, it's truly changing behavior. That basically one in four of the people who've gone to see Barbie hadn't been to... So basically Barbie got people back into the movies. What else do you need to say? We've talked about their figures. Uh, it's just incredible. Well, that's a big, 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 big statement there. Um, however, a large percentage of 45% said they would have liked to go more often, but of course is an issue. It would take another movie as exciting as Barbie to get them to return to the theater. So they're not committing to going back yet, but a lot of them have taken the step back. Um Brand up for the Dallas Cowboys. It's the most valuable sports franchise. It's been valued at $9.2 billion. That's well ahead of the Giants at a paltry $7.04 billion. And the Los Angeles Rams at $6.98 billion. No surprise, of the 25 most valuable sports franchises in the world, 16 are NFL teams. Every NFL team is worth at least $4 billion. And the average value has increased 24% in the last 12 months. So you're buying a sports team, you're doing pretty well. It's just, it's, and look, the values are going to keep going up because there's nothing. There's 30 professional NFL teams. There's 30 professional NBA teams. I think there are 32 baseball teams. And they make it. They are making more. I mean, we do have expansion, but the TV rights will always drive them higher because there's nothing else that gets live eyeballs any more to television than sports, particularly a certain demo of eyeballs. And there you go. Here's an interesting one. Brand up for something called Gen Alpha. There's now you know Gen Gen Y, Gen X, Gen Z. Well, Gen Alpha, which is Alpha, is the is the kind of new the theoretical Greek letter that comes after Z. Uh, this is for people born after 2010. Anyone born after 2010, so that's age 13 and younger, is uh, people are now making memes. And and basically, TikToker Chalet posted TikTok warning her fellow Gen Z is that Gen Alpha, anyone born after 2010, is now making memes. Guys, it's happening. She wrote in her video, we are the next cringe generation on the chopping block. There you go. So now you heard it, me from first, heard it first. The new gen, the most youngest generation, 13 and under, they are called Gen Alpha. I don't know what you call the ones after that because we're running out of letters and things like that. Um, brand up for the product of white beta t-shirts, but brand down, rightfully so, for the name white beta t-shirts. Gen Z loves the white beta tee, but they're canceling the name as well they should. Um, the actual article clothing itself, the sleeveless white tee or a shirt, once widely associated with the sterical blue towel male, immortalized in pop culture by Macho Marlon, 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 Marlon Brando in 1951's A Streetcar Named Desire. is hotter than ever. Um, but don't call it the wife. I don't know if they have a new name for it, but you don't call it the wife. I guess you're just going to call it a white tee. Good for that. Okay. Brand up for Victoria's Secret and supermodels in the 80s and 90s. They're bringing them back in a campaign. Giselle, Naomi Campbell, uh, Adriana Lima, uh, all getting back together for a Victoria's a Secret Victoria's Secret Angels tour. Uh, and also Vogue just dropped a cover featuring iconic supermodels, Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell, Lindy Evangelista, and Christy Turlington, all in their 50s. Uh, good news there. What's old is new again, and they're not old. They're better. Than, I mean, you see the pictures. These these women just look phenomenal in their 50s. I mean, they look for, for any age, they look phenomenal. Um, this is brand down from Malaysia. Malaysia wants to put people with LGBTQ 
swatch watches behind bars. Malaysia's government said Thursday that anyone found wearing a rainbow-themed timepiece with a Swiss watchmaker would face three years jail time. There you go, Malaysia. I ain't going to Malaysia. Um, brand up for driverless taxis in San Francisco. Regulators are giving green light to driverless taxis. Uh, California residents have approved Thursday two rival robo-taxi robo companies, Cruise and Waymo, to operate their driverless cars 24-7 across all of San Francisco and charge passengers for their services. Um, the good and the bad news is San Francisco's are having sex in robot taxis, and nobody is talking about it, as autonomous vehicles becoming increasingly popular in San Francisco. Uh, some riders are wondering just how far they can push the vehicles. Megan, a woman in her 20, took her first robo-taxi ride on a recent late-night excursion. It was also her first time having sex in the driverless vehicle. Her accomplice, a man in his 30s, whom we'll call Alex. Um, yeah, that's going to happen. So it's called progress, I guess. What can we say? And those are our brands of the week. Uh, remember to listen. Oh, wait, I got one more. Brand up for Subway and people naming their kids Subway. A lot of people willing to change their kid's name. Subway announced Tuesday that really 10,000 people said they would legally change their name to Subway to receive free sandwiches for life. And they did within 96 hours of the original offers being unveiled last month. Subway said, if your name is Subway, you get free sandwiches for life. Now we've got over 10,000 people naming their kids Subway. It's a great country. Those are our brands of the week. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get uh, podcasts, uh, Apple, Spotify, anyplace else. We love that you listen. We love your patronage. We love that you tuned in, and we hope you're having a good time with On Brand. And we'll see you next time on On Brand. Thanks a lot.